Hi, I'm Suparna Goswami, Associate Editor with Information Security Media Group. We will be discussing about data governance and how it has become all the more important now. To discuss further on this, I have with me today Prashant Haldankar, who is CISO at Privasec. Hi Prashant, thank you so much for joining the conversation. Hi Suparna, thanks for having me. Thank you. So Prashant, data governance has always been a challenge for CISOs. And for that matter, the security team. But I understand that COVID-19 situation has brought in challenges of shadow IT as well, which in turn results in poor data governance, since one doesn't know where all the data lies, correct? You are a CISO. What are the kind of challenges as far as data governance is concerned? Because it's not something new, but I want to understand is under COVID-19, are there any new challenges as far as data governance is concerned? Yeah, I mean, shadow IT, as we all know, and many of the sizes who deal with this day in and day out, I guess shadow IT has been a problem ever since this cloud and other technologies came in place. Shadow IT is seen as business taking a shortcut and procuring things that are easy for them to do and they find efficiency out of it. Now, talking about COVID-19, it has... I think fast-tracked some of the shadow IT issues, if I can put it that way. So some of the things that I have seen is, so first of all, an organizations were not ready for the entire staff to work remotely. That in itself is a big problem. And I have seen a lot of companies asking uh, staff to go and procure their own laptops. That's not directly shadow IT, but having your own laptops without any controls in place is one thing, which has thrown everything out of the company borders, if you like, and the controls. Secondly, it's cloud-based apps. Many companies have, in an unaccepting way, has allowed uh, employees to use cloud apps which may take that data and uh, put it somewhere in the cloud, which we don't know. And again, this is based on what an employee does and what, what they are allowed to do. But again, we can't control everything, right? So that's that's one thing. I think the other one is collaboration tools. And as you can see from the news, there are a lot of tools that are used by companies now, which weren't used before. And these collaboration tools, obviously, they have some information within them that may be sensitive to company when they're doing doing collaboration activities. So that's open another challenge, I guess. Um, and specifically, companies which are regulated by jurisdictions, etc. And when they embark on such collaboration tools, cloud applications, it's, I think, from a regulations point of view, they are dealing with bigger problems when all this uh, COVID situation settles down a bit. So that's, I think those are the key ones, but I, the last one I would like to add is uh, installing free software. So obviously people are trying to make things work and companies trying to keep the budget in control as well. And I've seen many employees come back with a suggestion saying, oh, can I use this free software instead of spending so much on paid subscription? And in most of the cases, IT is helpless, but to say yes, because uh, under the pressure to get things working. These are, I think, some of the key issues, at least I've seen uh, people are dealing with let alone the remote access issue and having VPN configurations in place and so on and so forth. Correct. So you mentioned about collaboration tools. You mentioned about people downloading software to get a task done, which is absolutely essential now because you need to get the task done. Yeah. So under such circumstances, how should organizations manage data governance when the, all this is actually a reality and you can't really say that, okay, you are not supposed to do this? I mean... One of the things which is a soft control, I guess, it works most of the times, is that creating awareness. And again, it might sound a bit of a long-term approach, but there are simple things that you could do to make employees aware that, to make employees aware what are the risk of basically, you know, going and procuring your own items or not keeping IT in loop. What is the impact on data, but also what is the impact on privacy of their own information? 
of the staff information. So making them aware of this risk, I think it's a, is a key factor. It, there is an immediate need for them to be aware of these areas. So it may not be a lengthy process to go through pages and read out stuff. It could be like small messages, which are quite impacting. Just letting them know through a wider broadcast saying, these are the risks that you could be looking at if we don't follow the rules and regulations that are, that are required. Secondly, I think, again, purely talking from a technology point of view, there are a lot of things that companies are doing, which I have seen firsthand, where they have implemented simple network analyzers at the egress point, ingress and egress point of the network. So what that means is they're trying to monitor as much as they can as to what is going in and out of the network and see how that can be managed. Because ultimately, I mean, as we all know, we can only manage what we know, which we don't know, we can't manage. So as long as you have that footprint of data, the existing footprint and the newly developed footprint after this COVID-19, as long as you're aware, you can manage that well. At least to get a sense of uh, where it's going and how it's managed, then you can put controls according. One more thing that I've seen companies doing, and again, it's it's a bit of a staggered approach with this one, is something called CASB. So what that does is it creates a centralized uh, policy framework for all the connections going in and out of the cloud. So for example, if an organization is using cloud, it could be an existing model or the new setup that employees have gone and done. It creates a central policy location where you can monitor actually the activities from there. Prashant Caspi, your network detectors, all these are yeah. not new solutions. These have been there in the market and I'm sure companies have been implementing this. Still, data governance has been a problem. It's not that it has now been a problem. So what is that, you know, they haven't been able to solve even with these technologies in place, why is that data governance ha- continues to be a problem? So if I had to talk about a corporate environment, obviously there are various business units and then there is IT, which is seen as the main uh, function to run the business. From my point of view, I think for organizations who are not mature in data governance, uh, there is a gap between IT and the business. By that, what I mean is IT is not close to business in understanding what their requirements are. So then the business might feel, okay, it's too hard to go and talk to IT and get them to agree on things that we need to do. Let's just do it on our own and make an easy way out of it. So I think that's, that's one of the biggest problems, uh, engagement between the teams and the IT or the businesses between the IT. So to, to address that, I think there should be a collaborative work between the business units as well as the IT. It sounds simple to say, but uh, I guess it has to happen. Otherwise, you won't know the business requirements moving forward. Secondly, I guess if the gap is reduced, then in this age, you can't say that, okay, shadow IT is totally out of question. We can't support that. We can't move ahead of that. Whatever you've done, let's scrap it and start over again. That's not going to happen for sure. When I said collaborative solution, there could be a way where IT understands what business needs. If there are existing shadow IT configurations that have been used, they could come to a solution where they can work work out a co-governance model. I've seen that working in some organizations which are a bit more mature in data governance space where the business would have certain responsibilities towards managing that particular service. When we talk about uh, shadow IT, for example, then IT would have certain aspects. So in that way, the IT can manage these required controls 
it could be security controls or IT related controls to manage that particular solution. And from a business point of view, business is responsible to manage the manage the relationship with the vendor or whoever they are dealing with to make sure that there is a smooth flow of what they need to do. But in terms of uh, data security, etc., IT would be still responsible to you know deliver that to the business and in turn hold the vendor accountable to that. I've also seen in some areas where they talk about over over business solution where they might for a particular business unit they might ask that particular business to manage that fully depending on the risk or they might use a co-governance model so that that also is possible but ultimately to get everything going what i mentioned in all my points there should be a policy framework which enforces this right from the top without which i guess if the message is not clear people are not going to be uh, sure as to what kind of behavior is expected out of them and then there is no standard followed basically and that's where the policies are and again i'll come back to my points on creating awareness trainings and you know uh, having necessary monitoring and identification in place where the business where the it sorry is actually aware of what is happening in the business and where the shadow IT problem lies so they can address it accordingly. Considering this is the new normal going ahead, do you think companies need to revisit their data governance policies or you spoke about co-governance? Can you elaborate a bit on that as well? Yeah, uh, to answer your first question, yes, I think they they need to revisit data governance because every time I hear about uh, some news these days, some of the telcos in Australia have said that remote working is going to be the new norm moving forward they might cut down office spaces and things like that because now that they figured out that people can work remotely without having an office space why wouldn't they embark on such a such an initiative which also saves them cost but also make sure that services are delivered so yes definitely data governance policy needs to be revisited so along with data governance is also data management understanding your data architecture where it's residing where it's going to reside how is how it will be required moving forward for people who are working remotely, so on and so forth. So I think uh, that has to be in place. But in terms of co-governance, what I mean by that is, so for example, a business goes and procures something, they take the accountability to make sure that uh, the service is, is delivered as per, as per the requirements uh, or as stated by the vendor. Traditionally, IT goes and procures these services and IT are held responsible to deliver this as a service to the business. So I'm saying, let's just flip that around and make business responsible for shadow IT if that is what they want. In that, IT should be responsible for the overall governance on the controls as well as compliance requirements, you know, overall data security. So there are many organizations who have failed compliances, various compliance regimes that they need to follow just because of shadow IT. And I've witnessed that first time in my audits where some data which is part of the scope for the assessments or compliance audits have been deciding on cloud environments which were not in scope and these things are like surprises uh, when we do the audits but again if it is across this then they can make sure that the compliance requirements are imposed on these vendors and if that's not right that's not the right solution then we've read that with the business and take necessary actions fantastic thank you so much prashant for sharing your thoughts on this no problem. You were listening to Prashant Haldankar. For ISMG, this is Supana Goswami. Thank you.